0: Okay, good morning. It's nice to be back actually and seeing mostly people's faces, uh, which is great. Um, rather than last summer when I stood in the field and I recorded myself talking about climate change, and thankfully, Unlike last summer, when some of you know this, but most of you don't, at the end of the, my talk last summer, when I stood in a field just in the village where we lived, I think we, we were starting to come back in the building, but we weren't comfortable to come back in, and I thought, oh, it's about the climate, I'll stand outside in a, in a sunny field, where better to talk about climate change, etc." I'd literally stopped recording myself on my iPhone, put it away, was packing it away, and somebody was, started running up a farm track along where I was talking. I saw this person running towards me. As only As they approached very closely, I realised they were wearing nothing but trainers. So that, So I, I'm, I'm, I'm mightily relieved to see that after James talk talked about giving up stuff for Lent, no one's taken it quite so far. So I'm, I'm as, as I said, I'm, so I'm carrying on our series of Lent, um, following on from what Pauline and James already talked about. Uh, a couple of weeks James ago. James sorry, James ago. A couple of weeks ago, James talked about um, Jesus' 40 days of in the wilderness and his subsequent temptation and the discipline of fasting. Uh, traditionally associated with Lent as a result. So I, following that, I was mulling over what what should I talk about in, in terms of Lent? What's um, what's the th- kind of theme? What does God want me to talk about this morning? And anticipation. Paul, Paul and Marion have been anticipating getting back into the house for months. And Anticipation is a word that kind of dropped in. Um, so that's what we want to talk about today. So, so so, Lent, the 40 days before Easter, is a time when we anticipate the joy and the celebration of Easter Sunday and all that means for us as Christians, with Jesus' resurrection and his victory over sin and death on, on Sunday. But as we know, Good Friday comes before Easter Sunday, with the horror of Jesus' crucifixion. His death in agony when he was nailed to that uh, infamous Roman instrument of torture. And while it can be a really difficult and challenging thing for us to remember every year, let alone look forward to, how much worse must it have been for for Jesus, anticipating what he was going to have to endure? So if you got Matthew 26, so I'll just read through Matthew 26, verses 36 to 46. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, "'Sit here while I go over there and pray.' "'Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour?' he asked Peter. "'Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. "'The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak.' "'He went away a second time and prayed, "'My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away "'unless I drink it, may your will be done.' "'When he came back, he found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. "'So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come. The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. And as I'm sure you all know, that's when Judas and the crowd come and basically arrest Jesus and the rest moves on, story moves on. so what are you anticipating? Actually, this is kind of participation time. So yeah, literally what 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 shout out is, is there anything you're anticipating? Yes, Pam and I are going away Easter Monday down to South Wales in a hotel for the and looking forward to <laughs> Good. Anybody else? Chocolate maybe? <laughs> Yes? I think sure we're all anticipating a whole variety of different things. Some possibly might seem inconsequential like chocolate or, or for me, alcohol. Um, um, or other things that we've maybe given up for Lent. But equally other bigger things, there's bigger life stuff going on as well. Uh, but the world, or at least our 21st century um, world of media marketing and the joy of social media influences, um, they tell us we should be anticipating things from new cars, that, that dream holiday, maybe not the holiday season's going on, but that, that dream holiday, um, shampoo that'll make your hair shine, other stuff that'll make your teeth shine even more, um, and a whole myriad of, of things that'll make your life perfect and, and bring you happiness. Or maybe you're anticipating how you'll find the money to pay your next energy bill. How you feel feed your family or when you'll be able to return to your homeland the homeland that you've had to flee from or people will be anticipating the next night when you won't have to sleep outside in the freezing cold kathy james and i we were, we were this on tuesday we were at the hope interaction conference um and hearing about in particular some of the residents of the hunt now hundred they've literally just opened the hundredth hope interaction house and these these homes are Transforming lives, people coming from backgrounds, homeless backgrounds, through addictions, or all sorts of other things, and their lives are being turned around through the the stability that these homes are bringing. And it was really really amazing to hear that, those. And so people that are going to those homes, anticipating a new life, and it's great to hear. And so hopefully we'll be getting to that point in the not too distant future. Um, or maybe you're anticipating healing, or a friend or a family member coming to faith. And I'm sure we've all anticipated meeting up with loved ones after the restrictions that COVID imposed. And maybe you're anticipating a full return to normality, whatever that means, post-pandemic. On the flip side, maybe you've become comfortable with life via Zoom, working from home and travelling and, and, and seeing people less often is something you quite learned to like and you don't really you're anxious and you don't want to and don't want to um return to normal whatever that means as a child i used to i used to make my easter eggs last for months um with them going long untouched after my uh, siblings had eaten theirs and i also i, I also had this Weird habit of keeping toys I was given, particularly toy cars. I would kept, keep pristine in their boxes, probably tells me tells you more about me than I need to say. should be saying, but I keep the original packaging because I didn't want to get them damaged like those my friends played with. Uh, they often destroy things, but I anticipated the enjoyment of both of these um, in some cases so much with the toy cars that I never opened them. And anticipation. Anticipation can give us hope, the promise of better things to come, but sometimes we hang on to that anticipation and we, we, we revel almost too much in the anticipation itself rather than the, the end result. Um, yeah, anticipation can give us hope, the promise of better things to come, of Jesus' post resurrection life and all that means for us. But if we live that life in constant anticipation um, from material things or worldly experiences, from the next holiday, the arrival of the latest thing we've ordered from a certain online retailer, um, or, in my case, from the toys we've kept pristine in their box, we know that ultimately we'll be disappointed. As Jesus said in, this, um, in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, which I'm sure is very familiar to, to all of us. So have you got Matthew 6? Yeah. So yeah, Matthew 6. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, Where neither moth nor rust destroy, and where thieves don't break in and steal, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I won't even mention the environmental aspect of this, but that's a that's a whole separate talk, as you know, and you know something that I'm passionate about. Um, The the disciples were anticipating Jesus' fulfilment as the Messiah, but they didn't fully understand what that meant, and without a full knowledge of Easter Sunday and all that comes afterwards it's perfectly understandable that the disciples would want to remain with Jesus, potentially not allowing his messianic destiny to be fulfilled. As Peter says after the Last last Supper in John 13, and this is the one you probably had up, Sarah, Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, "Will you really day, lay down your life for me? Very truly I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Do we do the same? Do we become comfortable and satisfied where we're at, where we're at with our relationship with God, with what we're doing to, to further his kingdom? And, I'm, and I recognize I'm saying all this as much for me as anybody else. Um, and if so, we risk missing out on the future that God is for us. As his plans are far bigger than we can, we can imagine. Are we being passive in our anticipation? Like the person with that New Year's resolution to, to, to get fitter. They take out the gym membership but never use it. Or, or is our, our anticipation active? And I'd like, us to, like to encourage us all to be actively anticipating this Lent. Pursuing through our, our deeds and our prayers those things that we want to see happen where we want to see breakthrough in our individual lives and in the lives of our friends and family and and in the life of this church in Resound. After two years of pandemic and all the challenges that's presented, I think these words that Paul wrote in Hebrews 12, uh, verses 1 to 3, seem particularly apt. If you're Hebrews... And hopefully, I'm sure you'll agree that, um, with me that we don't want to be like Peter and the sons of Zebedee and the other disciples to be found figuratively sleeping when our friends are anticipating something and possibly something really challenging. Um, or it may be something really exciting, a, a new a release into a new thing or a new chapter of their life. So, kind of as a, maybe as a, a kickstart to that, I'd like to maybe put this into practice now. So with, I'm literally drawing to a close now, but I thought we'd close with with some prayer for people who are anticipating some big things.